that point, I was like, why do we keep using this very toxic thing? Why do we just embrace this, this kinky, coily, stubborn hair? Welcome to Minute Africa, a conversation that challenges you, the ordinary African, to own our problems and pioneer the change we want to see. Minute Africa is a project of the Africa Voices Today Network, an Institute Africa based in Port Harcourt. All over Sub-Saharan Africa, hair relaxers and other chemical-based forms of um, straightened kinky hair line the shelves of many shops. Um, even not so chemical-based um, forms of straightening kinky African hair abounding salons and other hair care institutions, especially in the sub-Saharan region. Beginning from dark end days in the slave trade era to colonial acculturization and even in today's mainstream fashion, the African hair care industry, which is valued at an excess of $700 billion and $700 million dollars, is extremely Caucasianized and its standards reflect um, westernized uh, standards of beauty. On this episode of For Africa by Africans, I spoke to Adana Enwezo, founder of the African Hair Summit and Fotizo Life Foundation. Adana is passionate about kinky African hair and we discuss how the stubborn kinky African hair and African identity are inextricably connected. I hope you enjoy it. I am Abraham Chinonso and this is Minute Africa. For Africa. For Africa. For Africa. For Africa. 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 Thank you so much for having me. Uh, my name is Adana Ifama Enwezo and I am the Executive Director for Tizo Life Foundation. Um, the founder of the African Hair Summit, uh, the Afro Hair Culture and Beauty Festival. I love my African heritage, of course, and um, I'm someone who has um, come to embrace, you know, my true identity by falling in love with my natural hair. It wasn't something that I used to do, um, you know, before. Yeah, yeah I get that. Point, exactly. In some point, I, I you know, I. I woke up to this reality. I think I'll be able to share a bit more, you know, um, with time. Okay. So All right. Come to that, but yes, um, and that's the best thing that has happened to me. Just finding out myself, getting to know myself more by embracing my true African identity. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's cool because um, uh, I have a very similar story about um, embracing my African identity. Yeah. One of the things you mentioned was... So one of the things you mentioned was you're embracing the African um, hair, your African hair, and that it wasn't um, something that uh, maybe ca perhaps came easy to you. Why do you think that is? Why do we... Um, why do we not embrace our African hair? Like, why do we try to diverge ourselves from from that? Wow, you know, this is a very um, intense question. I think there's many answers to this question, but I will give a few perspectives. Um, okay. First of all, I, I think, um, you know, it's just um, orientation. A lot of us mm. were 
you know, brought up to think and to feel like being beautiful um, means a certain thing and looking a certain way. Mm. So, um, you know, most of our mothers, you know, growing up had permed hair, relaxed hair. You know, mm. that was when salons were in vogue for just using the roller sets, you know, having, yeah. those, having those corals. Mm. You know, so, I mean, we never really understood like i never really understood what it meant to just look 100 percent african i didn't know i thought i was okay i thought it was you know until i had my own experience with mm. hair, hair relaxers and i got severely burned and you know mm. for me that was like a wake-up call you know and okay at that point i was like why do we keep using this very toxic thing why do we mm. keep trying to straighten our hair? Why do we keep trying to look in a certain way? Why don't we just embrace this this kinky, coily, stubborn hair? You know, whatever. This mm. is who we are. You know what I mean? Mm. So I I decided to yeah. carry out my, my research and I found out that, you know, the black hair and beauty industry was linked to a lot of illnesses. Um, you okay. know, like cancer, fibroids. A lot of illness basically linked to, you know, um, infertility. I mean, I read a lot of things and I was like, my goodness, I need to create a platform to sensitize people, to, to wow. teach people about, you know, to become more aware about their health, um, you know, um, their hair routines and how it could be affecting their health. For Adana, it's not just about hair. It's also about employment and jobs and even the politics that frames much of the conversation. She believes that African hair care can create opportunities that cares for Africans in a sustainable way. Then, you know, yeah. uh, we, we also started promoting the beauty in the natural hair so that people can just fall in love again with their natural hair, embrace the natural hair, and, you know, just basically stay off chemicals. And also, um, Okay. We use our platform to also um, encourage the local manufacture of um, organic products. That's coconut oil, shea butter, wow, that's... healthy alternatives okay. you know, market. Mm, so yeah. we do a lot of workshops and how to try. I, I, I get that. that. That's that's amazing. Mm -hmm. mm. Thank you very much. Thank you. And you know, we started this four years ago. A lot of people, a lot, a lot of people have been inspired to start up businesses and, you know, wow. to embrace the natural hair through our platform. Yes, we have a lot of testimonies, a lot of them. Okay. We have wow. came for our first event who were just guests and now they're basically into the business, you know, um, mm. manufacturing their own products and all of that. And we've seen how huge, you know, this industry can be for mm. Africa. We own it. Yeah. This is one of the reasons that, you know, I have, been relentless and I have been very driven to make sure that you know we get to the point where we have to get to where a lot of people are given that opportunity mm. to take advantage mm. of the business opportunities yeah. in the industry you know and I believe that this can help alleviate poverty and unemployment within the society and this is something that has really really you know mm. affected our you know political system our economy I mean, a lot of people want to get mm. into politics now just because 
they feel that's the only way they can make money. You know, people are becoming a bit more small-minded. But here we're trying to create more opportunities. Mm. Let people know that, look, this is a sector that if it is nurtured, mm. if we well-groomed, can employ a lot of people because we're talking about wow. farming. We're talking about farming now. Most of these uh, products, most of the resources are gotten from the farms, you know. Mm. Coconut, yeah. carrots, castor, mm. these things. And and they are all processed, and you know they are extracted. The oils are extracted. All mm. the the products, you know, the right with the right formulas are made, and mm. you know, business business has just started. So imagine wow. that we get more people. Now we're engaging more farmers. Now mm. we engage more women in local communities to. Wow, to that's that's amazing. Farming, yes, yes. Wow. You know, oh. we're letting them know that you know you can make money comfortably just being mm. in the community and just wow. from love yourself yeah wow that's 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 amazing okay <laughs> wow that's amazing okay so let's move on i want you to tell us a little bit about the african hair summit i wasn't able to attend africa would have loved very much love to attend it so what was it like for you putting together a, com- uh, a, a meeting a conference um, focusing on african hair especially looking at um, the way that uh, the westernized Caucasian hairs are, are so pervasive, like everybody wants them. So what was it like for you, the experience of putting together that event? Yeah, so basically, um, for me, um, I think it's more like an assignment because it's come with a lot of, um, mm. I think this has been the greatest um, decision I've had to make in my life, you know, when you're doing something like this and it's mostly mm. about empowering people, sensitizing people, like there's really no business mm. in it for me, you know, there's no profit in it for me. So, um, it's really, really tested me in every way you can think, you know, especially doing stuff in Nigeria where, um, we don't have wow. people who are, who easily mm. supports projects like this or you know you, you can't just get the right funding and all those types of challenges just yeah. you left right and center and you know it just becomes very very tough but um for some reason i have not given up and um mm. you know i have been pushing you know this project so for me like i said mm. earlier it's about getting people to be more aware mm. it's an awareness campaign it's 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 you know getting mm. more women more young yeah. girls we're going to schools we're going to local communities we're everywhere and the summit is another mm. way we get mm. people to come together to hear this message over again and to see just how important it is mm. for us to embrace and love ourselves you know people say uh my natural hair is difficult to manage it's not wow. difficult to That's, manage mm. it's difficult to, it's difficult to manage because we haven't given it the kind of attention that we should give mm. give, give our natural hair. We're used to putting on weaves. We're used, we're okay. used to fixing our hair. We're used, used to um, re- relaxing our hair. So we haven't paid enough attention to our natural hair to understand how and what it means to thrive. So um, wow. Wow. This, is, yeah, this is one of the reasons why we do um, natural hair care workshops at the summits. And even outside of the summits, you know, mm-hmm. and right now we are doing even on a nationwide scale to see how we can get more people to learn how to give natural hair so that, wow. they stop, you know, they, there's no reason to, to expose yourself mm-hmm. to all these chemicals. And 
We'll see. I mean, um, we have, you know, we're still pushing uh, in terms of funding and okay. all of that because once we begin to get um, the right funds, you know, from the right mm. organizations, mm. we can create more impact. Okay. With this. Um, okay, we'll come to that later. What you're doing now seems to I me mean, to be a package, not just about hair, but um, mm. starting from the point of identity from Africa's identity, from embracing your identity as an African, and then transitioning onto our hair. So uh, I'd like to uh, find out, you have any goals doing this, maybe goals or milestones or something? And if, if there are any ones you've already reached, you'd like to share with us? Sure. Um, this this project is four years old. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's, we've done this for four years now, and now we're launching the first ever Afro Hair Culture and Beauty Festival in Lagos, Nigeria in December. And wow. super excited about it. I am too, just <laughs> hearing it. It's really, really um, challenging, like I said, but, you know, that's the reason why um, not everybody can do what I'm doing. You know, not everybody mm. can, can dare to do certain things, I think. Yeah. Well, these things are basically for, for that's why I say it's an assignment for me and um, mm. so um, yeah I hope you're going to be there it's it's in December <laughs> on the, th- okay. the 14th of December in, in Lagos, Nigeria uh-huh. okay and, um, I, I hope to be there as well yeah, oh, you should be you should be we need we need a lot of um, media people to, to help stick our take our message to the world you know, yeah, and, yeah, um, that's you know, so it's very important, you know. So, um, yeah, so for me, the what I've always wanted to achieve with this project is firstly, like I said, um, mm. getting people aware. I never knew what journey mm. I had started in Bacton until I started it. So, I mean, we have not just women, but we have men also coming to these events mm. that we. Right. We have people that are now hungry to learn how to keep your mm. natural hair. I never thought I'd be. Okay. I never mm. thought I'd see this day. But mm. now we have, it's, it gives me so much peace of mind, mm. so much joy to see people just coming in, 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 in the true African identity, in the true Africanness. Like we like to mm. say, you know, just show up at the event and or come to a, whatever it is that we're doing, workshop, summit, whatever, and mm. they're showing off their 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 natural hair, their African skin. Mm. Hey, it's amazing in the midst of so much artificial, you know, stuff in the midst of so much, mm. um, yeah. you know, westernization. Uh, it's so it's so refreshing, mm. especially the young girls in schools. Mm. It's so refreshing when we go into the schools, mm. and they're so proud mm. to take pictures with me, and they they're so proud to show me their natural hair, and they make promises and say we will never put mm. relaxes in our hair. We're gonna mm. love our hair. It, it is such wow. an amazing feeling, you know. And talking about it now, I just mm. feel like crying because wow, I never understand. I, I, me, yeah. it feels like you know this assignment is just divine, and you know yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the awareness. Okay. But then again, there are other aspects of it, like mm. this aspect of it, where you see women 
they've managed to park up mm. small businesses with from their from the back of their their, their houses maybe they have small farms um, you're doing a lot of stuff and while it's a wonderful journey, it's been a wonderful journey, I'm, I'm very sure that there has been down days for you. So could you tell us about that? Like, what are those things that, what are the challenges you faced that make you feel down? Just yeah, uh, people so, illustrate. Mm. Um, I think for me, like I said, um, if we had more funds, it okay. would make, make, make us do more. You know, mm. when you see the potential and you know you can't mm. just reach it yet because there's no fun and mm. you know for me it's it's you it's usually one of my lowest moments because we have a strategy we've okay. done this over and, over and we have the results mm. so it's you know replicating it in other african countries like if you go through our emails mm. you'll be shocked to see people be- begging us to come to south africa kenya wow. ghana you know, okay. and you know that you can't you just wake up and say, I need yeah. to go, you know, mm. but you know that, you know that you can create value mm. if you have the right partners, if you have the right support, you can create mm. value, you know, so, so that one thing is very, 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 sort of my most heartbreaking points when I see this okay. I feel very restricted, I feel very, you know, unable to act, wow. you know. So that's it. Wow. And then also, mm. um, you know, doing things in Nigeria, you know, takes a lot of grace mm. and tenacity, you know, takes a lot of, mm. you have to be strong, you know, some people will end up, you know, either being happy that you're trying to make impact or just being sad and trying mm. to ways to stall what you're mm. doing. So all these silent, you know, things, you know, you don't just see people say, mm. oh, wow. Let's let's all come together um, and make this happen. No, you know it, it happens on mm. a very small scale, you know. But majority of the time, you find that or um, they're trying to um, copy you. Mm. <laughs> Any of those mm. ones, but you know it's okay. a more encouraging environment if mm. people could just come together to see that look, this is for our own communal interests. This is for mm. us. The betterment of the society and mm-hmm. you know it makes mm-hmm. it more effective and that brings us to the end of the first part of our conversation with adana Enweso. for some it's her and for others you probably it isn't how did you discover your african identity and what does it mean for you to be an african well, share your story with me on Twitter at m underscore chinonso. I'm really looking forward to reading your story. To find out more about Adana's work and the African Hair Summit, visit www.africanhairsummit.org. And to find out more about our work in Africa Voices, visit abtnetwork.org.ng. For Africa, by Africans. Don't forget to subscribe to Minute Africa to stay updated on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and across major podcast platforms. If you like this message, please share.